Welcome back to Honorable Evolution. My name is Marcel Tassara, and, and I am on a quest to, to really dig into health and to, to speak to visionaries and leaders in, in various areas of health who are helping us move forward and helping the, the greater tribe evolve on purpose. And so I'm thrilled, so thrilled to be joined today by Mavis Sai. Thank you, Mavis, for being with me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. Mavis is a clinical psychologist and senior research scientist at the University of Washington Center for Social Science of Social Connection, co-creator of Functional Analytic Psychotherapy, and a uh, co-author of five books on functional analytic psychotherapy that have been translated to several languages, recipient of Washington State Psychological Association Award in uh Recognition of Significant Contributions to the Field of Psychology, a fellow in the Association for Contextual Behavioral Sciences, and uh, proudly named by New Harbinger Publications, 13 badass psychologists who happen to be women. The, the you know general consensus in psychotherapy research is that the relationship is the key variable, the key factor in what helps people heal and get better. And Mavis has deconstructed that. I think you and, and, and Bob have deconstructed that so that it's like, how do we do that? Okay. It's one thing to know that it's important. It's another thing to know how to do that. And, uh, and so, uh, so that's what FAP is, Functional Analytic Psychotherapy. And so uh, if, you're, if you're interested, highly recommend checking it out and, and seeing, and I'll put links for, for, for people to find, um, you know, FAP people in their area or people who are in the know. And, uh, and so, uh, You've taken this, you've taken this and you've, you've really expanded it to, to create these groups, which is what we're going to be talking about today, which these is these awareness, courage, and love groups. Um, I'll also put, uh, uh, also want to mention your Ted talk where you do, you know, a beautiful job, you know, vulnerably sharing your, your journey. So we're going to be talking about these groups here today, this awareness, courage, and love. Uh, they are currently on. How many continents happening? We're we're in six continents. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah we're missing we're missing the Antarctica. <laughs> that might not be a bad place to be right now. <laughs> Safe place. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think there are any COVID cases there. Uh, so yeah, we're recording this. You know, it's uh, October 2020, and uh, you know the context of what's happening is a wild world we're in, and and I and I and I think that the work that you're doing. Uh, is 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 needed now more than ever. We are we are we are as lonely species that has ever walked this planet, right? I mean, right now. Right, even before the pandemic happened, mm -hmm. loneliness and isolation was in epidemic numbers. Yeah, and and now, yes, more than ever, people are feeling lost and alone, and you are as aware of the research as I am myself, yeah. that uh, a sense of, of being isolated or lonely is as harmful as excessive smoking and even more harmful than excessive drinking, obesity, and chronic exposure to air pollution. Yeah. It's uh, time that, that we consider how we can join forces. Um, and, and so that's, that's really what is impresses me so much about the awareness, courage, and love model because it's, you know, I, I think of of the the function of like the the purpose of churches a hundred years ago, you know, part of that and still today is community, right? But right. that doesn't that's not that that isn't for for all of us. That's not where we find our community for various reasons. And uh, and so how can we how can we how can we come together and share in some of this the the common human struggles right i was looking at how pervasive 12 step programs are Marcel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and also something like toastmasters mm. it's they're, they're just worldwide and it's yeah. operated yeah. by volunteers and i i wanted there to be a space for people who just are longing to connect in this authentic way without having to be in a 12-step program. I yeah. think 12-step programs are awesome. Yeah. And 
I don't want people to feel like they have to have an addiction of some kind mm-hmm. to find and create community. So yeah. we have over a hundred chapters in 30 plus countries wow. and we're expanding. I'm hoping that, um, audience members who listen to this will, will join the project yeah. Yeah. as a participant or as a chapter leader. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And, uh, and so, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk about what, what happens in a, in an awareness, courage and love meeting and, and how do you, how do you introduce that to someone? So we, we talk about how awareness, courage and love can operate on a self level and an other level. Mm -hmm. So self-awareness is just being present with yourself and allowing whatever feelings you're having positive or negative to be there and to treat them with curiosity and tenderness, Mm -hmm. just agree with whatever's in your body and heart and also understanding your history, which has shaped your reaction. So whatever it is that triggers us, it probably comes from something that happened in our childhood or earlier Mm -hmm. years. And then awareness of the other is treating the other person with curiosity and tenderness in terms of whatever feelings they're having, whether it's positive or negative and understanding that when somebody else is reacting strongly, there's a history that shapes their reactions. So, so like, so you're showing up for yourself and you're showing up for someone else. You're kind of, you're receiving and you're giving in that. You got it, Marcel. Yeah. And then the courage is creating possibility in this moment, which I'm going to encourage both you and I to do with each other. Okay. Yeah. It's envisioning the boldest version of yourself and living up to what is most important to you. Mm-hmm. So that's self-courage. And then other courage is encouraging other people to do the same thing, to encourage them to envision the boldest version of that themselves and to live true to their passions. Mm. And then self-love is pausing to take in what's beautiful about yourself, what you appreciate about yourself. Mm-hmm. It also involves self-care, any activity that soothes, calms, rejuvenates, or yeah. recharges you or gives you pleasure, which is especially important during these times. Yeah. It's also letting someone else's love in, letting someone else's appreciation or regard for you in and absorbing what it is that they're appreciating about you. And then love for another is just communicating to them your appreciation, recognizing what their improvements are and acknowledging and validating their experience. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the 12-step thing. And the other thing I want to mention since we're talking about therapy is that you know, as awesome as all the different modalities of therapy goes in, in our in our tribe, not everybody gets to that necessity, right? Not everybody necessarily needs therapy, but we all need connection. And and that's what I'm I'm so impressed by in, in terms of you turning out this art that you champion to to the masses. A lot of people don't need it need therapy and they may not be able to afford therapy. Yeah. So an important principle of the ACL Global Project is that it's by donation only. Yeah. We don't require a lot of money to participate in it. Yeah. That's just so important to me that it's accessible to anyone who wants to live a fulfilled life full of connection and just rising to be most true to their best selves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, you know, what we're, we're, have, we're talking about, but we haven't said explicitly is that just being, being a human right now is hard. It's complicated. So, okay. So what is an ACL meeting and why, why go? ACL meetings are for people who want to connect more authentically with themselves and with others. And for people who want to just live a more meaningful and passionate life. So what happens at a meeting is that there are experiences that allow people to practice open-hearted presence, self-expression, deep listening, acceptance and compassion, self-care, embracing vulnerability, giving and receiving support, just living more boldly. 
then we also give people tools so that they can leave each meeting with exercises they can try with other people that they want to get closer to, to deepen their relationships and to move towards what they value most in life. What I'm excited about trying out with you today is parts of what happens in a meeting so that our audience can get a sense of what may happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, if, if you're following along, feel free to, to, to get in a place where you can do that and, and maybe pause and listen. And I'll, I'll post the questions also in the, in the show notes so that folks have the, the questions available to them uh, outside of our, our dialogue. Yeah. So we were talking about taking the audience through a sample, a shortened version of what okay. happens in an ACL meeting. And you said your game. It's one thing I really like about you is you're just your game. Let's do it. For stuff. Let's, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So, so in a typical meeting, we lead people through a meditation that is related to the theme of the meeting and there are different themes. It could be grieving your losses. It could be connecting with your soul. Uh, this particular theme that I'm very excited about because we actually just did a study on it, a mm -hmm. one session study that showed that it was really powerful in terms of bringing couples together. And I want to expand the definition of couples okay. for our audience to just anyone that you want to get closer to. Okay. So it could be you and me, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm going to suggest that we focus on someone in our lives that we want to get closer to for this meditation. Okay. So I'm, so I'm going to lead about a five minute meditation and would you be willing just to go through it with me yeah. as if I were guiding you through a meditation? I will definitely. Okay. So this is about focusing on someone that you want to get closer to, to settle comfortably. I think you're standing, but if you're mm. sitting, sit comfortably in your chair. And focus on your breath, on your inhale and exhale. Finding a rhythm that allows you to tune into yourself. Slowing down your breath. Can you attend with curiosity, with fresh eyes to whatever is here with you in the present moment? Just noticing without judgment, whatever thoughts, feelings, and sensations that you're bringing into the moment. And if your mind wanders, just gently bring your attention back to your breath. So I invite you to breathe in as if you're breathing into your heart and let your heart open to whatever is arising in you. And as you breathe out, see if you can connect with a feeling of spaciousness. as you breathe in and out of your heart. Just be with your experience in this moment with kindness, curiosity, and non-judgment. If you can, gently make room for all the struggles, concerns, and anxieties that you may be experiencing. Just hold yourself and your feelings with kindness and compassion. You may want to say to yourself, I'm here for you.
it makes sense why you're feeling what you're feeling. See if you can say yes to whatever feels overwhelming, uncertain, or painful. If you're feeling resistance, can you say yes to that as well? So if you can, feel the freedom that comes from fully accepting this moment. Breathing in and out, bringing tenderness to whatever you're feeling. I'm going to ask you to direct the next portion of the meditation to someone that you would like to open your heart to more someone you'd like to feel more connected to. So whoever this person is, imagine them in your mind. And just recognize that stretching our ability to love beyond the level of our instincts is the work of a lifetime. Mm. True connection embodies love's most profound possibilities, whether it's developed with a significant other, a family member, a friend, or even a stranger. So right now, the invitation is for you to explore the more profound reaches of your ability for tender caring, for selfless nurturing. So whoever you're choosing in your mind, picture this relationship in its best moments. Whatever this relationship is, think about what you love and appreciate about this person. Now think about the person that you wish to be. Are you willing to care or love beyond what feels easy? Both for yourself and your partner. Partner being the person that you're focusing on. How would you act differently? I'm just going to repeat this part of the meditation because of the phone ringing in the background. So if you can picture this relationship in its best moments. Whatever this relationship is, think about what you love and appreciate about this person. Now think about the person that you wish to be. Are you willing to love or care beyond what feels easy? Both for yourself and this person that you're focusing on. How would you act differently? Staying connected to your heart, bring your attention back to your breath, to feeling your feet on the floor, feeling the support of your chair if you're in one. And just bring your attention back to this moment with you and if you have someone with you, 
bring your attention back to this person as well. So what came up for you, Marcel, in this mm. meditation? And for those who are watching this, I would invite them to take some time after they've listened to us talking uh, to just pause and talk to whoever it is that they may have done the meditation with. So what, what came up? Like, who did you I, imagine? Yeah. Well, the first thing that, that comes to, that came up was, you know, this, uh, my torso as kind of a container for a lot of different sensations and, uh, emotions and uh you know i had this kind of pulsating going on that i was resisting and uh um and so as i as i let myself be guided i i just felt an openness to to those those sensations and they moved around and uh loosening up um and, uh, you know, all these things that I was doing that I wasn't really even aware of doing, which, you know, I, 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 you know, catch myself doing a lot of clenching and trying to kind of restrain this, you know, um, stuff that's, you know, anxiety or, you know, and, uh, so, so that just, that, that experience of saying yes is really, is really powerful. And, uh, and as much as I, you know, I know that I, the experience of it is something that I, I can't, can't substitute the knowledge or experience. And so, uh, and then, and then, yeah, I just, I thought about, uh, my partner and, uh, in our relationship and, uh, and actually I, I, what I thought about in terms of times when I've been my best, I think was part of the prompt was, uh, when we've had conflict and, you know, uh, um, I have a lot of pride in our, our, our ability to have conflict today. I think we've really come a long way and it's, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing and it's necessary. It's, it's, I mean, we can't, we haven't found a way to avoid it. So let's, you know, we have found a way to. Conflict is unavoidable in close relationships. Yeah. 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 So, so that's where I went. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Thank you. I, can I share with you where I went, even though I was leading the meditation, I still, yeah. Yeah. I still went places and what came up for me is how my previous dog who I loved for 14 years and passed a couple of years ago, hmm. as he was nearing the final chapter of his life, he so his name was Spirit, and he was just the most spirited, energetic, vibrant dog. And as he was nearing his final months, he he just didn't wasn't able to move in the same way. And sometimes he was still pretty energetic, and other times I would need to like carry him up and down the stairs. His vet said, you've got to keep him moving and exercising. And I found that the only way that he would walk is if I carried him to the end of the block mm. and he would trot home and I'd carry him to the end of the block again and walk home. Yeah. And I just felt this incredible love for him, taking care of him. And this was a lesson for me in terms of being with Bob. Yeah. So in my TED talk, I, I talked about how he's 17 and a half years older than me. And I want to approach his aging and his final years with this kind of love yeah. of just the selfless devotion. And, yeah. and I remember saying that to myself as I was taking care of spirit, this is how I want mm. to love Bob. And I don't always show up that way with him. You know, I, I get frustrated and impatient, especially during these pandemic times. I think our nerves are just frayed. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I like having this image of my best self. 
came from my relationship with my dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful to have that, that, you know, you have that example of yeah how you acted. Yeah. So another portion of a really important portion of the awareness, courage, and love meetings is that we, we model the leaders model how to talk vulnerably, which you and I did and how to respond to each other. And then we guide people with contemplation questions. We say, well, just look at these questions and write whatever comes to mind and be true to your truth. You don't have to share what you don't feel comfortable sharing, but be honest with yourself. So people spend a few minutes writing answers to questions and we're not going to do that here, mm -hmm. but I am going to raise- Or just questions. answering the questions too, right? We like to give people time to be with the questions themselves okay. before answering, just so that they can sift through what feels true for them okay. and then decide what it is that they want to share. Okay. Okay. Because if I just, but we're not going to do that because okay. we're, we're modeling. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm just going to ask you the questions, some of the questions that, that came along with this couple's protocol. Mm -hmm. And we are going to model for our audience what vulnerable sharing is and what being responsive in a really loving way looks like. And I'm going to ask that our audience try this with someone that they want to get closer to. So a question that I'd like to ask you, Marcel, is what are your biggest struggles currently that feel vulnerable for you to express mm -hmm. and that are important for you to hold with tenderness hmm. and related to, to that, what, what do you want me to understand about yeah. how you're feeling? I, I, what comes up for me when I, when I hear those words is, uh, wanting to be, wanting to play nice with others, you know, and, uh, um, while respecting, you know, my, while playing nice with myself, you know, and, uh, um, it's difficult for me a lot of times in, in many relationships to, to, not be too concerned with, you know, um, someone else's, what, what someone else has going on, I guess is one way of putting it or, or, you know, um, you know, wanting to please too much and, um, really, really concerned when someone is frustrated with me and, and want to reason it out and talk it out. And, uh, um, it's definitely, a, a I'm really proud of where I am today. Um, with it. And I'm excited about like continuing on with that. And, uh, you know, as much as, as I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to not care, you know, what someone thinks about me or what someone close to me is going through. Uh, but also it's like, it's kind of like a respect thing. You know, it's like, it's like, I respect you as an adult to, 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 um, take care of what you need to take care of or, or have, have the emotions that you have. It's not my job to, to change it or to, to um, convince you otherwise, you know, and, uh, and it's kind of like, you know, there's some sore spots about like, Oh, how, you know, kind of like, Oh no, someone's upset. Well, how, you know, I, I can't allow someone to be, you know, frustrated with me or, or have some kind of disagreement with me, you know? So you talked about playing nice and you didn't quite say this, but somehow someone else's feelings may take precedence over yours that yeah there that it's important for you to placate them in some way or take care yeah. of them in some way and and that you would like to just have more clarity about these are my feelings and they're important and yeah. those are your feelings and they're important i don't yes. need to fix yeah. them so what we tell people in our groups is please just see if you can understand what the other person is saying, which is mm -hmm. what I tried to do 
Mm -hmm. just reflect back to you what I heard yeah and to not give advice and, mm -hmm. and tell other people why they shouldn't be feeling what they're feeling so yeah. I think an example of advice giving might be something like oh Marcel you know you need to worry about this you're, yeah. you're really good you're, you're really you're just really good at mm -hmm. taking care of whatever you know you're good at listening to people and this isn't you're too hard on yourself something like that yeah but I, I just I just want to acknowledge how much you care about other people and wanting to take care of them and that it's a struggle yeah. for yeah. you to take care of yourself in the same way. Yeah. And 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 so really working to just demonstrate that you're you were there and you're present and that's that's the work that you did as the as the receiver of that. Yeah. And that's enough. How, how was that for you? That, it, that it was great. I felt I I I felt heard and uh uh you know especially just being able to say it to you and see the patience on your face you weren't you weren't rushing me you know and you were you were holding the space for me to kind of move around as i as i did you know some of us are a lot more streamlined i'm not one of those people and it's really helpful to me to to feel that you know i'm not like someone's not like oh yeah uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. you know so that you know that i just want to acknowledge that 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 piece uh, that I kind of um, was was siphoning off of you as as I spoke. I'm really glad that you felt peace and that you weren't feeling rushed. And there is a time portion of our meeting where people are given a few minutes to talk, mm -hmm. and so there is some pressure there. Oh yeah, but yeah. you but you didn't take that long to talk. Okay, so. Yeah. And I've so been in, in some of the ACL meetings, you know, I've, when we've done this in, in the groups that I've been in, sometimes just one person goes because of, you know, time constraints for whatever reason. And that's not all the time, but, uh, um, as the, as the, I, I, let me ask you this, what, what was it like for you to be there for me right now, Mavis? Like, I loved, I loved being there Yeah. for you because I could just feel how fully you were tapping into your truth and yeah, I just felt riveted yeah. listening. And I'm I'm glad that we have somewhat of a luxury of time that there's not a demand for us to end at a certain time. And we're trying to find a balance in our ACL meetings where we, we tell people, look, you're in a group of three and mm -hmm. please keep track of time because we don't want two people to not be able to talk. And then sometimes things happen. Like you've been in groups where only one person talked, but we're really trying to encourage everyone to say what is most important in a limited amount of time. So as part of this protocol, we have an exercise called one minute speaking from the heart. And it mm. really is like, what, what can you say to one in one minute to this person mm. if you were never going to see them again? Mm. I'd actually like to do that with you, but let's let's wait a moment. Okay. So yeah. how are we doing on time? How how long has this podcast We're, been? And uh I don't know. Let me let me So I'm I'm thinking I could go ahead and answer this question because Okay. We're wanting our audience to to really practice both ways. And so I yeah. listen to you and I like the second person to yeah. answer the question. So I'm going to, I'm going to do what I'm asking people to do. The question being, what are your current struggles that feel vulnerable to share and that are important for me to hold with tenderness? And what do I want the person listening to understand? So as psychologists, you and I are probably at the emotional front lines of dealing with people's distress. And I feel this overwhelming responsibility to be there for other people. And at the same time, I feel a lot of sadness and loss as well. And so what I'm struggling with is exactly what I'm asking people to do in the meditations, like just be tender 
with your struggles. Mm -hmm. So being tender with my feelings of sadness and loss and oh, cabin fever. And I don't know if you know this about me. I just love, love, love to travel. And I've given up so many trips. And what was a very expansive life, I'm mostly living in the confines of my house. And I just feel really sad hmm. a lot. So what used to be a baseline of joy is this feeling of a baseline of sadness, sadness for myself and for what everyone else is going through and everything that we're losing, all the struggles that we're having. And then this voice that says, yeah, come on, you got to show up more. You got to show up more for other people. You can't be in this position of leadership and be feeling sad. Mm -hmm. And I am, so. Thank you. I'm, I'm having this kind of image of a, just this pot, you know, that, uh, you know, once kind of had a, a sieve to kind of work, work through energy. And, and it's just kind of right now in a place at times that's, that's just kind of, it's full and it's hard to find. And, and so, um, what I want to say with that, that, uh, that you, you opened up to that, um, as a reality and, and just acknowledge that, like, kind of like, as you're, as you're saying that it's, I'm hearing you kind of talking to yourself and acknowledging just, uh, your humanness. Um, and I notice you're taking a breath now, as I said that, and I'm just, uh, hopeful that some, 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 some space in there was, was opened up. Yeah, I felt very, very held by you as I was talking and as you're reflecting. And, and I love it that you noticed that I took a breath. It's like, oh, yeah, that I just felt more relaxed. And yeah. I said, you're acknowledging your humanness. Thank you, Marcel. Yeah. I'm going to suggest to our audience that they answer a few more questions with whoever they're choosing to share this with. Mm -hmm. You and I aren't going to do it, but I would love for them to do it with each other. So questions are, what helps you feel cared about? Well, maybe you could just answer it quickly. What helps you feel cared about? Hmm. I like someone to really just face me physically and, uh, and to demonstrate like that, that like presence and, and concern and to ask me, you know, in their own, in their own authentic way, how am I doing, you know, and, uh, uh that's what, that's what, and, and what I just said to you was just, just listening, you know, just being listened to. Not fixed it's, or advised. It's really easy. It's really easy to do that with you. Thank you. So that question again was what helps you feel cared about? Another question, what are you grateful for? Hmm. I am very extra I'm extremely grateful for the uh, these gifts of family within this quarantine time uh, uh, I've seen how I want to be as a father in terms of uh, time and prioritizing that over other things that I was prioritizing before and uh, and uh, just the, the quality time and uh, with, with my my beautiful children and my family. Just so grateful for for that. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. I have two more questions. Uh, are there ways, Marcel, that you can be healthier physically and emotionally? So just asking our audience to think about that. Are there okay. ways you can be healthier physically and emotionally? And mm -hmm. what habit, if you were going to instill one habit or to change something, what would it be? Are those for the, just the audience to consider, or do you want me to answer those? I'm curious about you. Okay. Um, so the first question was, what one thing I can do? Or was the second? That was the second question. It's the same question. Are there ways okay. to be healthy, oh, okay. physically or emotionally, and what? And and narrowing it down, is there one habit that you want to instill or to change? Right now, I would say that uh, the main thing is uh, um, an afternoon practice for me of of kind of getting back on the train tracks of of uh, what's what's important to me, my values, and because uh, I, I I really cherish my morning time and, and morning routine and everything I do, but I find that come afternoon, I'm a little I can be a little bit scattered, and um, and so. Um, trying, I would like to, uh, set aside some time to practice saxophone in the early afternoon to kind of, uh, just play through what's going on inside of me. Yeah. Saxophone. Do you have your saxophone there? No. Uh, -uh. darn it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear you play. <laughs> yeah. Sometime. I Sometime. Promise. Yeah. Okay. And. The last question is, what do you appreciate about the person that you're speaking to? Mm. And so I'd like us to just exchange a brief appreciation. And, and, and that's actually going to launch into the question of, if you had one minute, like you're never going to see this person again, you had one minute to talk to them, what would you say? So let's, let's start with the easier one of, what have you appreciated about this conversation and, and I'll, I'll go first. Uh, Marcel, I really appreciate how grounded you are and how open hearted you are and your excitement about this podcast and openness. I could just feel we are 2000 miles apart and I can just feel you like right mm -hmm. here with me. I was telling you about how my baseline mood is just kind of sadness and I'm, I'm just feeling a lot of joy yeah. talking to you. Thank you. I feel, feels uh, really, really nice to, to hear that, to share that, that space with you. I'm, I'm grateful to have such a model of vulnerability and uh, someone who is definitely has their black belt in a lot of different ways and uh, continues to, to chop wood and carry water regardless. And so as I heard you talking about spirit, I heard Bob and I, and, and I was wondering, you know, if you were going to step into that or not, and you did. And I uh, just um, inspired by that because uh, uh, I hope to, I'm just gonna leave it there. Just, just, yeah, just very inspired by that. Thanks. I could just feel you being like totally in your torso as you were talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the final question that's part of this protocol on connecting with someone that you're wanting to get closer to The question is, if you were never going to see this person again, and you had one minute to speak from your heart, what would you say to this person? So mm. this is the last time you and I would ever talk to each other, which I certainly hope it won't be. Yeah. But I want us to imagine this is the final time that we'll be talking and going to ask that of our audience as well. There's something very powerful about time limit, 
Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to set my timer for one minute. Okay. All right. Um, I'll let you do that for both of us. How about yes. That? Okay. Yes. Right. And one of us will go first and then whoever is the listener will respond for about 15 to 30 seconds and then start the one minute. So they have okay. 15 to 30 seconds to respond, but only one minute to talk. And do you want me to, to go first? Or would, you, sure. would you like to? You can go. Okay. So the first task is to connect even more with who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. And then to connect with your heart and sort of starting my timer. Marcel, if this were the final time that I could speak to you, I would want you to know that I care about you more than you know. You know, we've had interactions in groups and individually over the years, and there's something so deep and so rich and so powerful about who you are, how you think about things, how you interact with people, how you care about people. And I just see you as this model for the next generation. You have so much to give and you're doing that in this podcast. And I don't think you know how much I care about you and how much I respect you. You may have an inkling, but I just want you to know that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm moved to feel that, that uh, inertia from you and uh and support it's uh it's so powerful to 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 have that feedback and to to have that that in, encouragement um yeah thank you you ready yeah so let me let me connect with you here as uh as best as i can <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so inspired by how authentic you are and your consistency. And, and I see, I see a drive that is, is based in, in just helping helping our, our global tribe continue and, and figuring, figuring out this, this life thing. And, uh, and it's, I, it's not, it's, it's so beautiful to see you continue to give every drop you have. And I feel that here today with you, that this isn't just a, this is, you're here a hundred percent. And, um, just so so inspiring and, and I'm, I'm, I'm just I, I'm, I moved to moved deeply to thinking about all the people around the world who are, are touching connection because of because of your heart I feel myself tearing up listening to you talk because I, I feel like you really get me that it means everything to me to contribute to our global tribe and to bring connection to whoever wants it. And yeah, just, I love how you see me. Thank you. Yeah. And I can't wait for our audience members to, to try this. Yeah. With one another. Yeah. How, how, um, how can they, how can they do that? Well, just by watching your podcast, they yeah. can just go through it and choose someone to, to listen to it, okay. with, to watch it with. And yeah, 
so maybe you can when when you're promoting it you can invite people to choose someone and then i i put my website up there next to my name yeah livewithacl.org so yeah we'll put that link there so yeah. so maybe in, in in some places around the world there's a group in, in in your local area and if there's not they can start one we have we're creating yeah. this eight-week training program for anyone mm -hmm. who wants to become a leader and it's a very exciting project yeah so and and uh also, uh, if, if uh, there's also groups online right now that people can attend, or if they connect with, with ACL. Every, everything's, everything's online. Everything's yeah. online right okay. now. Yeah. 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 So people can just go to the website and fill out a contact form. And we'll get back yeah. to them. Beautiful. Marcel, I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. I'm, uh, I'm sad a little bit to think about, you know, uh, the time between now and the next time I'll be able to give you a hug, Mavis. This is, uh, you know, going to be, be a little while here. So. It'll be a long while. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing But I'm getting stronger. They take a piece of me But I'm getting stronger They take a piece of me But I'm getting stronger They take a piece of me But I'm getting